Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Good people, good people. Happy Wednesday. Happy New Year. And welcome to the Midweek Muscle. Hey, good people. This is Jay Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. I am. I mean, is time flies when you're having fun, right? Uh, <laughs> time just flies. Um, shout out to everybody out there uh, that just started back to school. Shout out to everybody out there walking in their purpose and living out their passion. Shout out to everybody who is on hustle every single day. Shout out to everybody just trying to figure it out. Shout out to everybody that's listening in, even if it's your first time. I welcome you. I thank you. And I admire you for giving me your ear for a few minutes. And then of course, shout out to every person affected by this darn government shutdown, this partial government shutdown. I mean, think about it. Nobody, you know, you have a stable job, like you have job stability. Now, I'm sure they know that at any given moment, uh, if there's a disconnect in, in our political offices, that a shutdown could be upon them uh, circularly throughout the year, right? Um, but it's not like, Anyone says, oh, I'm going to make Christmas plans, uh, you know, three months in advance and three, three to five days before it happens, I'm not going to have a job. So, you know, I can't do those Christmas plans anymore. Um, you know, people, it, it's hard for us to think in those ways, you know, because when we set up something and we actually take steps on achieving it, it's hard to go back, um, unless you're forced to. Uh, and in, in this situation is forcing people, uh, you know, out of their jobs for a little bit until we can reach an agreement or until, you know, they can vote up uh, some extra measures to keep all the government's uh, affairs running. So again, shout out to everybody that is just affected by something uh, or, or, and even if you're not affected by something financially, such as losing your job, you know, you're affected every day by getting up and doing your absolute best. So everybody, uh, you know, gets a round of applause, uh, you know, especially in my book, because we have options, you know, we didn't, we don't have to get up and do those things. Uh, so you get a, you get a round of applause in my book. So I'm celebrating you right now. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Do you feel that? Do you feel the love? You should. <laughs> so good morning, uh, or good afternoon or good evening, whenever you're choosing to listen in on this podcast. Um, this week, I, I, I don't really have a ton, but it will be a continuation from the acronym. Uh, two weeks ago, or at the top of the new year, I set out to say the word happy and happy new year. Does that really mean that we're chasing happiness? No, it simply means that we're chasing wellness and we'll get into that next week. Uh, but I took the word happy and made it into an acronym where the H and the A means hands-on and attitude. And I talked about that last week. Today, I want to talk about that first P, personal. So I said, going into the new year, you need to make it personal. Yes, that means you. You need to make it personal to you. It doesn't have to be all about you. Because remember, in the last cast, it, 
if you make things all about you, then you have no one, right? You know, that's very egotistical. It's very self-centered. It's a bigger picture than just you. However, on your way to reaching, you know, your aspirational goals or on your way to kick off the new year on the right foot, you need to set out to accomplish something that is personal to you. Um, and so why do we talk about the P in the first place? Um, when you make things personal, you put your own little spin into it. You, you put your vision on it. You, you can get behind it. You have buy-in. Um, so for instance, you know, no one likes getting up super early in the morning, uh, to get things accomplished. However, if that's the only bit and piece of time that you have to work in anything extra and it's something that you need for wellness, i.e. some people get up to work out. Some people get up this early to record something that they want to record. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, some people get up this early to, you know, read or meditate or do some relaxation before they start their day. Do they have to do it? No. But for personal health and personal wealth and personal success, they add it in because it's personal to them. Does that make sense? And here's what I mean. You know, I I always love to think that I'm this great uh, person or have a great way with words. But, I, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we all acquire information from somewhere, from something, from someone. And so I'm not that much of a genius. I'm just, I'm just learning as I go and, and sharing what I know. And wow, that rhyme. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I have this book uh, that I stumbled upon late last year. And I absolutely love it. It's a little small book uh, that is called From This Moment On. And so... There's a couple of things in this book that relate to exactly what I'm saying. And I, and, and I want to make it apply uh, in a way that says like everything is around making it personal to you. And so there were a couple of things that came up and I just wanted to share them with you. Why is it so important to make anything that you set out to do personal to you? Because number one, your core belief. So the question is, what is your core belief? Like, do you have a personal mission statement? Do you have like this quote or this phrase or this application that you live by? Do you have something that no matter what you, you know, this is what you are set out to do, or this is what you believe in no matter what, is there a saying or a statement that you say over and over and over again that you're like, no, this is what it is. And this is true to who I am. That is your core belief. Now, what is a core belief? Uh, an example, uh, and as they have in the book here too, Malcolm X once said, "If you stand for not, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything." Now, maybe this quote, you know, he he was part of the civil rights movement movement, and he was a bit more radical than some of our other civil leaders. Now, maybe that's not your lane. Maybe you're laying in something biblical or you have a scripture or maybe 
you're not so religious at all. And you're like, no, I don't do that. Maybe it's from a song or maybe it's from a book or maybe it's from a quote or from a movie. Uh, you know, a couple casts back, I quoted a, a line from Benjamin Button uh, because it's so relevant. It's so relevant. So bottom line, you cannot step into any version of personal or professional success without standing on a foundation, which is your core belief. As a matter of fact, you can't operate in someone else's core belief thinking that you will discover your own because guess what? If you operate in someone else's core belief, that will eventually become yours. Does that make sense? So I I want to be clear in saying that making it personal is not about making it all about you. But when you set out to do something that you have to have your vision, your taste, your touch, your preferences added in, because without that, it becomes someone else's automatically. Second step, why make it personal? It's second step. Why make it personal? It's simply this. What do you live for? Like everybody has something they would die for. Oh my gosh, I would die for those. Oh my gosh, I would die for that. Oh my gosh, I would die for you. Now, a bit morbid, right? It is, is, you know, it's like giving the ultimate sacrifice, your life. Like, oh my gosh, I would kill to be in her shoes or his shoes or their shoes. Okay, but no, what would you live for, right? And and so you have to identify when you have an opportunity to make a choice. Sometimes... The only thing that we fall back on is, what do I have to lose? But if we identify what we what we have to live for, what are we living for? It, it's a game changer. Like if I walk into a decision saying, what do I have to lose? <laughs> then I go ahead and try it and make the mistake or, you know, whatever. But if I approach that same decision and say, What am I living for? Who am I living for? What am I doing this for? It changes the stakes because everything, you have everything to lose. Are you kidding me? Uh, So, you know, it's, it's about having a sense of purpose. Like, why am I doing what I'm getting ready to do? And why am I having this vision or why am I having this plan by having, by having a purpose or by having that statement, what am I living for? It helps us to acquire discipline, right? So it helps us acquire discipline in a way to help motivate our attitudes, motivate our actions, motivate a healthy and safe and positive lifestyle so people can start to identify from you like, oh no, they stand for that. Oh no, they stand for those things. Why? Because they emulate it in their lifestyle. Because in my mind, I'm saying, no, what do I have to lose? Everything. What do I live for? This is what I live for. So therefore I'm going to do it. And so what is it for you? Is it art? Is it academics? Is it politics? Is it athletics? Is it family? Is it future? Is it finance? Is it faith? What is it for you? Um, because you may have more than just one. 
And so if you can ultimately identify those things and then make a statement on it, like this is what I'm living for, you can ultimately rule out the things that are not what you're living for. And I think that's so brilliant. And then last thing, make it personal. Here's, here's what I'll say. You know, if you've, if you've identified all those things and, and, and you know the answers to the previous to your core beliefs and what you live for, then this is what I'll directly read from the book is this. Number three, what is the evidence? So here it goes. Earlier, you've identified who and or what you live for. Now the question is, where's the evidence or what is the proof? If you were on trial and the goal was to prove that you truly lived for what you say you lived for, whoever was making the argument would look at three areas, physical evidence, documented evidence, and testimony of others. That means if you truly live for what you say you live for, it should be demonstrated, keyword demonstrated in your daily activities. That's the physical evidence. It should be demonstrated by what you post on social media or any other media outlet. That's your documented evidence. And you shouldn't have to talk about what you live for because other people are telling your story. And that's the testimony of others. The bottom line is the evidence should speak for itself so you don't have to. Wow. Right? I think we're all trying to get to that place. Hustle so hard so you no longer have to introduce yourself. Yeah, that's a quote hanging up in, 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 in where I record and where I work. Work hard. Stay humble. Put some muscle in it. Everybody's working towards something. But is that something what you live for? Is that something your core belief? And is that something have evidence or anecdotal proof that you do it regularly? Now we're starting to turn some tables. Now we're starting to question, you know, um, and, and, and it helps you put a why to all of those categories, which I absolutely love. Simon Sinek said you have to start with why. And so by doing those three steps, you make it personal. And so when it becomes personal, it's a game changer. Y'all, we are motivated by how we feel and what we do. We are motivated by our philosophies. We are motivated by our personal theories. But I guarantee you that if you're willing to open your box to the opportunities of learning, uh, the opportunities of connecting and the opportunities of networking, you will find where your core is. Y'all, that's all I have for you on being on making it personal. I actually learned a couple things out of that and it makes me feel good. Because it helps me identify like, man, I'm really working towards something and, it, and, and, and it's, it's resonating through and through. I, I aspire to do this in more areas of my life as well. And for that, like, I, I just encourage you all, like, take a pen, take a piece of paper. There's nothing wrong with writing it down or typing it or, you know, text to speech. You know, we live in a technological age. We can do that, too. Write those things down. What are your core beliefs? What do you live for? And what is the evidence? And until next time, same place, same day, I look forward to meeting you here. Listen, y'all, if this message wasn't for you, 
Don't be hoarders of a good message. If this message is for someone you know, share it with them. I greatly appreciate you for that. And you guys are the reason why I'm even here. Um, Next time, I will talk to you guys about the P and the Y. And until then, let's make it a fantastic week. Whatever obstacle you're facing, whatever trial you're facing this week, put it in that personal perspective. Is it what you do? Is it your core belief? Is it what you live for? And what's the evidence? Because if that's non-existent, then we have to ask, why are we chasing it? I will see you guys next time next week. Hit me up, social media, Facebook, Instagram, at The Midweek Muscle. You can find me on Twitter, at Midweek Muscle, or you can simply send an email, jz at themidweekmuscle.com. And until then, I'll see you guys next week. And uh, have a great weekend. Let's go.